Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the Giant Insider and the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Chris, I want to let everybody know before we get started that if you need a new website or digital marketing strategy to generate more leads on social media and on Google, why not work with a Giants fan? The Media Captain is your big blue digital marketing agency, so contact them today and use the code Philly Sucks, and you'll get a $100 advertising credit towards Google for your business. Who doesn't want that? So contact Jason Parks at The Media Captain. The Twitter handle is at The Media Captain. Hey, buddy. So before we get started about the latest Giants news, I tweeted on Saturday that I was at a bat mitzvah, second of those that I've ever been to, right. uh, outside of Philly. Uh, very, actually good friends of ours. Um, well, I would say they're, they're Wildwood Crest fans, right? So I kind of, they're like summer friends. They're the ones, they're, they're, they're Eagle fans that I can talk to outside of football season. Once football season starts, I don't talk to them anymore. They're in the 10% that, you know, eat with utensils and things like that. So I get there and <laughs> the first thing is like, people kind of know me as the Giants fan. Oh, there's the Giants fan. There's the Giants fan. Like he's had friends down. They recognize me. So someone comes up to me and says, uh, hey, Jer, uh, Giants suck. And then he turns away like to kind of be funny. Mm-hmm. And I, don't really, I don't really say anything. I just kind of nod and just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not in an appropriate place to fire back and talk about, you know, three statues that they had at their, uh, their, their stadiums. One of mm. Nick Foles, who is now a Jaguar, a fake boxer, and Kate Smith, who's been in the news lately, if you haven't noticed. So, <laughs> you know, those are the three statues, Eagles. Uh, are yeah, they're, well, they're down to two statues now. Right, now they're down to two statues, and, and right. one's a fake boxer, so congrats. Right. And the other one's not on the team anymore. Right. Um, so then, you know, a couple times more, uh, oh, sorry about Daniel Jones, and that's what we were talking about last week. Man, I don't know if I'm... I am rooting so hard for Daniel Jones now. <laughs> like yeah, the world yeah. is against us, buddy. And it's sickening. And to hear it from those fans, it's just, it is salt in the wound. I hope he is Peyton, Eli, Drew Brees. Yes, Drew Brees, Chris, all yeah. rolled into one. Yeah. Even Ross Tucker was on Twitter today. I put it up there um, on our Twitter thing, uh, account about even Ross Tucker was like, man, I don't think I'm, I'm rooting for anybody as much as this kid. Right. But all the, hatred and everything like that coming in on them. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's the feeling you're getting, right? It's like, oh, man, you know what? You might not agree with Gettleman. I can't believe the kid was – but now you're at the point like, holy crap, man. I hope this kid succeeds. Not only for the Giants, I want to see them win. For a personal standpoint, right? You want to see the – for personally, you want to see the kid do well because, oh, man, what a what a punching bag this young man has been since he's been drafted. And it's, it's totally not fair. But I guess, you know, and I know that's the times we live in with this social media stuff and – but man, the kid hasn't played a snap yet, and it, it's it's pretty funny. You know, like Eagle fans poking fun of him, and, and you know the kid hasn't played yet. It, people are acting like he played a couple of years, and he's been like Dave Brown. Brown is right, Jerry. Yeah, they just associate uh, the Duke thing, right? Like we had reasons yeah. for not wanting him, and and I thought they were valid. But like you said, after seeing him in minicamp, and even though it was in shorts, uh, and he was playing against rookies, you you even said it. The ball comes out of his hands a lot nicer than we thought. Uh, maybe we rushed to judgment, yeah. you know, and. You just the, the vitriol towards him and, and the, the poking fun, like you said, it's it's over the top and it's uh man, I'm I'm rooting so hard for this kid. Yeah, how could you not, man? How could you not? You know, and meeting him in person, he's such a good kid, a humble kid. But it's it just I tell you, it's just unbelievable 
the hatred and, and the nonsense that that is directed towards this kid, man. It really is. And uh, but I tell you, Jerry, man, I, I, we we talked about this last week, right? About we cannot wait. We hope so much this kid succeeds, yeah. man. Just just to kind of like throw it in people's faces, right? Uh, I see people I, I, on our Twitter. I see some of our excuse me, Jerry. I see some of our followers saying, you know what? I'm going to start writing down. All the accounts and all these names, right? Yeah. Who talk bad about Jones if this kid makes it? So, one of the other things, and and I felt like um, I you know I, I couldn't hide like I could with the Dallas fan and act like I was a an Eagle fan. They they all knew me, right? There, uh, there's there's the Giants guy. So, I was talking to them, and and one thing is clear: they are not sure and very nervous about Carson Wentz. And there is the feeling, and the more they drank, the more they opened up. I'll be honest right. with you. Right. That they weren't thrilled that Nick Foles is gone and they are scared about the health of, of Carson Wentz and the locker room stuff that kind of came out where, you mm-hmm. know, maybe he's not that mature, a little selfish, not the most mm-hmm. mature leader, but they are concerned about that back of his. And if I recall, it was B.J. Hill that hurt him. I don't I don't know. No, exactly. It, it, yeah, no, it, it, that's what it was. It? Yeah, it was B.J. Hill that, that actually started that injury. And then oh. I think he got hurt afterward, like officially hurt later. But that was the start of it. I think it was a late. I don't know if it was a late hit in that game, but um, yeah, it was BJ Hill. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, man, the Eagle fans that I was to, almost all of them, I'd say nine of ten that I was talking to, every, every nine for every ten, is very nervous about Carson Wentz. And they mm-hmm. even said, "You play us later in the year. We he may not be the quarterback by then." Right, right, right. They're they're really looking forward to Sun Sudfeld getting in there. So, uh, or their other great sign yeah, they, today. They drafted a they drafted a quarterback too. They signed today. Um, I'm sorry, I forgot, I forgot his name. Yeah, but they signed another quarterback today. But you know, he's not even cleared yet, Wentz. I mean, he's like they said he's not even 100 percent yet. They, they expect him to be, but he's not even 100 percent yet. But hey, that's their problem. That's the decision they made. But let's not forget now. If this kid's healthy. He's a good quarterback. You know, he's he's really good. So but the question is going to be, you know, whether or not he could stay healthy in Philadelphia, you know. Uh, so they have their own things to worry about. Uh, you know, if I was them, I wouldn't worry about the Daniel Jones. I told you yesterday, some Eagle fans told me this Gettleman, you know, thank you, Gettleman shirts going around in Philadelphia. Uh, you know, they seem to be obsessed with the Giants do and all that. Um, yeah, you know, Coke doesn't talk about Pepsi. So I, I right. guess that's their thing. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. So, um but I could tell you this. Um, I took great del- delight yesterday, Jerry, in watching Kawhi Leonard's jump shot oh. just like lay on the rim, oh. <laughs> which seemed like 30 seconds Was that awesome? before it dropped through the bucket. How did we, I didn't ended... even bother texting you because I figured, ah, he's probably not watching this. And I, tweet, oh, no, no, I tweeted I actually... failure with a PH. Yeah. Um, oh, that was awesome. I mean, I, I'm actually a big Kawhi Leonard fan, so He's I was great. watching it. And just to see that ball <laughs> lying on the rim for, like like I just said, see like 30 seconds, then drop through the bucket. Um, yeah, it was pretty nice to watch the, the, how that ended the sixth season, you know. Uh, oh, it was awesome. And I, I believe that the signing of Bryce Harper, and we'll get back to the Giants in a minute, but I, I just want to hate on Philly a little more, guys. I'm sorry. I believe the signing of Bryce Harper flipped everything in that city. I think it was the <laughs> dumbest move for them. I think it was any good juju that they had before is dead. The way they lost that game last night, oh, that was incredible. Mm. That shot was awesome. Cool. I mean, 
When it fell, I just laughed. I laughed and I laughed. And the flyers stink. And I I just think the signing of of Harper um, is uh, the turning point. And Philly goes back to what they were before, which is a, Mm. oh, they still are a second-rate city. Uh, They'll be, what, the ninth city? I don't know. You know, you got New York, Chicago, L.A., Philly, somewhere between Cincinnati and uh, Frankfurt, Kentucky, whatever. Mm. But um, more importantly, buddy, forget Philly for now. The Giants signed. The Giants' problems at right tackle are now solved. No, they're not. They signed. No, no, no. Hang on. They signed a guy in Mike Remmers who has been with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, his eighth team, twice with the same, so maybe his seventh team. So I didn't realize this, but mm-hmm. he was the right tackle on the Panthers when Von Miller was blowing past him in mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So we were talking yeah. about Remmers months ago and, and – you said, do you want him? And you're like, well, nah, he's okay. And I said, well, is he an upgrade over Wheeler? Well, not really. And the more you research you do on him, everyone's like, well, now the problems are solved. It's like, well, no, they're not. four or no. five still. It's now, now yeah. it's a competition. We'll see. Right. Right? Right. Yeah. Listen, Remus is, Remus is going to be the number one tackle going into camp. But, but that doesn't mean he's coming out of camp as either number one or even on the squad. Let's see how he plays. Yeah. Okay. Um, we talked about it before. I wasn't crazy about it. Hopefully, he proves me wrong. Hopefully, he holds that position well. He's back at his tight. He wanted to pl- go back to tackle. He did. Um, so let's see. Hopefully, he plays well enough out there um, to solidify. You know, to that spot, you know, which has been a little bit of a problem. You know, I, I thought will it was. You know, we talked about it before, but I, I see a lot of people getting excited, thinking that we just signed a Pro Bowl type right tackle. You know, and he's not. Now, is he better than Wheeler? He's healthy, Remmers. He had the back thing going on. He's supposedly healthy. Is he better than Wheeler? Time will tell. I'm not sure about that yet, folks. Now, he's better not at tackle sure. than guard, though, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, he Gettleman got him in 2014, I believe, and he turned out to be a pretty decent free agent signing for Gettleman. Uh, you know, a free agent signing for Gettleman. He played – he had a couple of really – Pretty solid years for the Carolina, no doubt about it. You know, then he went over to Minnesota and went to guard when he got injured. And now he's back out of tackle with the Giants. So we'll see what he brings to the table. You know, he's, what, 30 years old now, Jerry, yeah, I believe? 30, and yep. just turned 30 uh, in April, I believe. And and we'll see what he has, you know, what he offers the team, what, what he what he has left. This only time will tell. We're hoping that he – It's a listen, it's a nice, friendly deal, all right? If he doesn't make the team, it's not a big deal, cap-wise, money-wise, right? Smart move so, after the Jonathan Stewart experiment last year. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, um, I, listen, besides the locker room guy, Gettleman thought he had some ball left in him. No, I know. I know. It didn't work out. I agree. Out. I agree. You know, it didn't but work this out. This is a much better – this is a good one-prove-it deal. This is a, it's a one-year deal where if, if he doesn't make it or if he does make it and he's, you know, he doesn't start, whatever, it's not a big deal. You know, it's not a big yeah. deal. So um, – is it a smart move by Gellman? Yeah, of course, because the guy might have some ball left. He might have some, you know, he might have a year, hopefully a couple years left in him where he plays a, you know, a pretty solid right tackle, and it will be a great move for Gellman. You know, but let's not forget, you know, Gellman brought in some guys last year. Like, oh, oh, look at him, mommy. You know, it didn't work out, you know? Yeah. They were gone halfway through the season, you know? They I stuck guess- with Flowers. He was gone. Yeah, I, he signed Omame. He was gone. I guess the good thing with Remmers is he can play guard and tackle. The Giants love that. Shermer loves that. So you have Spencer Pulley who can do that. Uh, Chad Wheeler is just a tackle. I, I guess Big George is just a tackle too. But it'll be interesting. Like you said, Remmers is probably the starter 
Um, but would it shock you if one of the other guys beat him out? Well, probably not, right? They signed him to a one-year prove-it deal. And, uh, you know, a lot of people are excited, and that's great. I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, crap on anybody's excitement. But uh, I, this wasn't – we didn't sign the, the, the right-side version of, of Nate Solder by any means. We signed a serviceable right tackle who's probably better than Chad Wheeler right now. As of last year, he's better. But who the hell knows, you know, this year if Chad Wheeler put on, uh, you know, put on some weight or, or got stronger. And, uh, you know, maybe it's maybe he maybe he actually wins the job. Who the hell knows, man? Yeah, I'm not going to sit here, Jerry, and say, well, Will is done. He's not beating out Remmers. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. I'm hope Actually, Jerry, I'm hoping Big George wins the battle. I want to see the young kid, you know, the big mammoth, uh, you know, George kid, the draft pick. I want to see him win the battle, Jerry. I hope he comes out of this thing. You know, a 22-year-old kid, uh, 23 or whatever he is, a big, powerful right tackle. And, um, you know, that's who I really want to see win this battle. But we don't know what's going to happen. Let's see. Let's see when they put the pads on. The only time will tell. Cannot sit here, Jerry, and say, well, Rams is going to be right tackle against Dallas opening game. And Will is going to be, you know, uh, the first one in and all that. And he'll be, no, we don't know yet, man. Don't know. Right. Hey, OTA started today, bud. Um, yeah. Think, you know, I mean, that football is like kicking back up. And I, from what I understand, there's actually less practices than there were. But it just it's good to it's good to see kind of everybody getting back together and um, you know like you said the the OTAs the organized team activities and everybody everybody just getting hit the field again so yeah yeah listen the veterans are in um, no now Chris, when when do you have access to that I'll be there next Monday nice uh, media has ac- ac- access next Monday so um, I didn't hear anything Jerry unless I'm mistaken I I believe everybody reported today. Um, uh, did you yeah. hear anything about somebody no. not reporting? No, yeah. everybody reported, supposedly. And, and Ballantyne's there. Yeah, Corey, you know, yeah, Ballantyne's there. The whole squad is there. And you know, they're going you know, to do some things against each other. And it should be fascinating. You know, you got some veteran receivers on the Giants. And, you know, obviously Golden um, Tate. And you have, not say, Stillman Shepard. He's like a veteran now, right? Um, you got Benny. You know, they got the Benny Fowles and Latimers. You got some veterans against those kids in the secondary. So I'm really looking forward to that next Monday. Let's see how these young, young, you know, defensive backs do against veteran receivers. Now, you know, Jerry, in these OTAs, you know, there's no contact. So basically, what you could really look at, and uh, you know, what you could see a little bit is defensive backs, yeah, wide receivers, yeah, quarterbacks, you know. Um, the skill position, you know, obviously the Saquon Barkley's they're not going to get hit and all that, but you can see how these guys, you know, the corners going against the, the receivers is fascinating stuff. And, you know, so, um, hey, listen, these kids, there's a lot of new blood back there, but and that's secondary, and let them get it kicked off today. Let them start getting their feet wet. You know, Janoris Jenkins is going to be, he's like the papa to do all these, yeah, <laughs> you man. know, uh, teaching his kids, you know what I mean? So, uh Looking forward to it, man. I can't wait to see the DeAndre Bakers and the Corey Ballantyne, you know, and Julian Loves and, you know, going against these uh, veteran receivers. It's going to really help them, Jerry. It's going to really help these young because these veterans, they know it all. They'll, you know, they all know, they know the little tricks, you know, and, and they're going to pass this knowledge along to these young kids. So should be really, really good. Yeah, you just named four guys, right? And then you have Sam Beal and you have Grant Haley. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. Grant Haley, who actually played pretty well last year as undrafted free agent. Shorter guy, but uh, played pretty well. And then, you know, for special teams, people forget. Yeah, they resigned Antonio Hamilton. Oh, I loved on special teams. I thought he was a great special teamer. Made a couple mm-hmm. plays where he grabbed, you know, he going into the end zone, threw the ball back into play, and mm-hmm. down it inside the two. I mean, is it possible that? And again, it's very early, but is it possible they keep like 
I don't know, six cornerbacks because you have five yeah. right away with what you named. Grant Haley's the sixth. Then you got Hamilton. Maybe they line him up at safety. And then, I keep forgetting Mike Thomas is on this team, and he was good last year, right? Like everybody keeps saying, oh, it's uh, it's uh, it's um, uh, Peppers and, and uh, Bethea, right? Bethea. Yeah, they're the yeah. two starters. Yeah. And you have Mike Thomas yeah, as well, though. So you have three Yeah, safeties. pretty good, right? Yeah, and you yeah. wonder if they're yeah. gonna they're gonna keep one of those, not play them as it because we had this discussion before, but they might keep a guy a corner as a safety. I don't know, uh, just to kind of hide. Him. I don't know if they could do that with Antonio Hamilton, but I mean they could keep like 10, 11 <laughs> defensive backs on this team. Well, you know what, a kid like Antonio Hamilton, man, you know he's a good special teams player. You know he is nowhere going to be on this field as far as a cornerback and safety, but he's a kid that's going to be. You know, on on the fifth on the forty five game day because of his special team talents, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no question about it. I, I can't see him not making it because the kid is a demon on special teams. That's why he's here. Yeah, I was glad they yeah. resigned him. He's one of the guys who said they should resign, and I was happy they did. Yeah, and he resigned him specifically for one thing, Jerry: special teams. Yeah, that's it. Yep. You know, so hey, listen, there's a guy, you know, there's a guy playing in New England there that's been a special team only type player, Pro Bowl for years, and Matthew Slater, you know, Jackie's yeah, kid. Right. Yeah. Um, he doesn't play, you know, he's played some things over the years, but he's just there for special teams. And I'm now I'm not saying Antonio Hamilton is Matthew I'm just saying that if he, you know, here's a kid that if he excels in special teams like he did last year, he's gonna be on it. They believe Gettleman and Sherman believe in the special teams, you know, big time, man. Big yeah. time. So um yeah, but listen, there's going to be a lot of defensive backs competing for spots. And, you know, we'll see. Like, Julian Love is going to get a look at the safety position, Jerry. You know, because right now, you know, Thomas could play a little free safety too. But, you know, uh, you know he's going to be in that mix. And Bethea and, of course, Peppers, right? Yeah. Other than that, <laughs> you know, you got – you know, you got basically right now – Safety-wise, is Michael Thomas. Oh, is the third Sean, one. That's and it. Sean, and, they, Sean, Sean and Chandler's going to be in there. That's we'll right. see if he even, you know, we'll see, Jerry. We'll see with him. You know, yeah. he's in a mix and a couple of undrafted free agents and all that. So we'll see. It's going to yeah. be great, though. It's going to be it's going to be great. Fascinating to watch, Jerry. Yeah, then uh, Ballantyne can also return kicks, right? So they can yes. know, potentially hide him there. I'm not saying hide him, but, like, you, you can't keep every corner. You're going to have to figure something out. Then if you put – one of them on the practice squad, then they're probably going to be, you know, picked up by somebody else. So you don't want to do that. That's what you, you want to you want to kind of guard against that. But as far as the, the the returners go, you have Corey Coleman. I would imagine they'll give a shot to Valentine. It's just interesting yeah, to see how this roster is going to kind of play out from now until Cody, Cody Latimer. You know, that's right. Cody Latimer's a return man too. They signed him. My God, they they have a ton of guys. It's just, you know, it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see the, Jerry- the different battles in training camp. Oh, it's going to be great, Jerry. There's so much competition, right? That's yeah. what it's all about. I, I tell you what, Jerry, to get off the position a little bit, one kid I want you to keep an eye on is this Ryan Connolly kid yeah. from Wisconsin. Keep an eye on this kid in his training camp. Yeah. Um, you know what? Somebody mentioned on Twitter today, I forget who it was, and he kind of compared him to, hey, this guy reminds me of Chase Blackburn a little bit. You know what? Yeah. And it was a pretty good comparison, bud. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's early. We all know that. I mean, I'm just saying, seeing him live, you know, last week. It, it kind of, you know, he's got that same look, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, linebacker, the whole the special teams guy, the whole deal, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what, Jerry. I'll take another Chase Blackburn on the squad. Well, it's better than comparing him to what I did and, and doing no research on him at all, 
when he was taken, I'm like, oh, great, we just got Mark Herzlich 2.0. So it, it's better to actually look at his tape, do some research, and just rather than scoff. And I was in, you know, bad mood mode over the, the course of the draft. Mm. And I, I kind of I put that in my column this week, the, um, the split personality, I guess you would call it, or schizophrenia of, of draft weekend and how Thursday night I went from they should fire Dave Gettleman to Saturday night saying, I think we had a pretty good draft. <laughs> so, so, but when they took Ryan Connolly, you know, Mac Wilson was out there. I'm like, oh, cool. We just got Mark Herzlich 2.0. Then you do, you do, a, you look at a little bit of his film and you see him kind of being a tackling machine for Wisconsin all over the field. And like you said, you hope he turns out to be something like a Chase Blackburn where he's not the best player in the world, but he's a very valuable reserve mm-hmm. and could, um, you know, Blackburn made a ton of big plays. I mean, the, who can forget the interception on on Gronk, the fumble recovery in Green Bay. So funny about Blackburn, though, people forget he ended up being 93. He was number 57 with the Giants. He actually had, I believe he had a pick six. I think it was 2000, I think it was 2005 against the Redskins early on. Then he hurt his neck in that game. Yep. So yep. he had, yep. a, he had a, a neck injury. He was, he was undrafted. Mm-hmm. I think it was Akron if I recall. And he was pretty good for the Giants, but people yes, forget how good he was before the injury. Yeah, yeah. So, he, he was playing really well before he banged up his neck that year. I think he had a pick six against the Redskins. Yeah, or, he or, had a pick six. I don't it remember. Intercep- it was an interception. So, I think it was a pick six if I remember right, Jerry. Yeah. But, um, but your point being, you know, is that, you know, he was a pretty serviceable linebacker who made a huge play, huge, yeah. in the Super Bowl, one, right? Uh, with the interception, um, and a good special teams player, right? Very good. So uh, you know, is so we'll see. Listen, it's not like you know, it's not like there's Luke Keekley in the middle here with you know, with the Ray, with, with the Raquan Smith next to him. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 you know, it's Al Ogletree and B.J. Goodson. Okay, so you know, so let the kid get in there. I'm not saying he's beating out those two. Or, you know, obviously not Ogletree, but you know, I'm not saying he's going to win us. All I'm saying is that it's nice competition, and he's a kid that you're going to, you know, keep an eye on in the camp. You know, yeah. this is a kid that's gotten better and better. He was a walk on. He was, I think, he was a quarterback in high school. The whole deal, uh, walk on earns the earns the scholarship, turns into a team captain, and l- listen, uh, you know. Uh, uh, one of the writers, you know, from the Post, his son um, covers Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, he goes to Wisconsin, you know, Paul Schwartz from the Post. And yep. I asked Paul about him. What, you, what does Jack, his son think about him? And, and, you know, Paul's like, listen, you know, he's a little biased because it's Wisconsin. He goes, but the kids, he says he's all over the field. He's one of those guys that makes tackles, Jerry. Yeah. He's active. All right. Um, I was pretty, you know, listen, I was impressed with him in the mini camp. You know, he seems to be a very intelligent young man, you know, um, He's like one of those guys. I can't wait to see when they put the pads. He he seems to be one of those guys that's always in the right spot, Jerry, to make that tackle. Yeah. You know, where some guys are flying all over the field and they're running four four forties, but meanwhile they're overrunning plays, overrunning gaps. They can't get off a block. You know, it, it, listen, this is the big boys now. You know, yeah. Um, so I I'm anxious to see Ryan Connolly. Uh, I don't know as far as special teams wise. I don't know. All I heard is that the kid is an excellent special teams player. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, he's, he, the young man is going to do some stuff personal wise, but he's out there and, he, you know, his mom's getting his mom is dealing with cancer. Yeah, right. Supposedly that's getting, you know, supposedly that's the outlook's looking pretty good with that. Good. Um, so I'm looking I, I think this kid keep an eye on this kid 
um, next month is next month's a pretty good sign too, Jerry. Nice. So the mini camp, the mandatory. Yeah, mini right. camp. They go out a pretty good. Now, listen, there's no contact. We know that, but you know, there's some plays going on. There's some schemes, all that. So you get a like nice little taste next month. And then obviously, you know, and training camp kicks off in July. So keep an eye on him, Giants fans. I'm telling you, this kid Connolly could be a nice surprise. I was gonna say you keep saying there's no contact. There's there's hardly any contact in training camp now, right? <laughs> yeah, even when they put the pads on. I mean, some teams actually still tackle, you know, yeah. the days they've allowed the, the contact. Yeah. Last year the Giants didn't. It was like soft tackling, you know. Yeah. Um some teams do tackle and all that. Um, but yeah, it is not much uh going on anymore, camp. But they do Hit each other a little bit more. The blocking's there. You know, Jerry, you could kind of get a little feel. But nothing like until the game start up. But we know that. Last year, I was there for the Eli Apple-Evan Ingram fight. Oh, okay. Yeah, last year, Evan uh, Apple hit Ingram late out of bounds. Ingram got up, I think, threw the ball at him. Mm-hmm. A fight ensued. And then Shermer called them all to the middle of the field to ream them all out. So, um, yeah, it was interesting. Um, but that, that was one practice where I guess there was some hitting. And that was uh, the one. Right. That was the one where right. um, <laughs> I watched I watched Beckham catch a kickoff with one hand and in mm. the same motion throw it back to the kicker. I was like, "This is the most no, amazing thing I've ever seen in my life." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does it all the time, man. Just a freak athlete, but you yeah. know, well, no more. it was yeah, it was fun while it lasted. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll see uh, Corey Ballantyne and Corey Coleman. All right, guys, go get him. <laughs> so. That's another, you know, Jerry. That number three receiver position. That's gonna be great to watch too, man. So. Yeah, you wonder if Slayton can uh, – I think it's going to be Coleman, but you wonder if Slayton can uh, maybe push his way through a crowbar's way, and who the hell knows. Yep. Or Latimer. Yep. They like Latimer. I mean, I, I keep joking. I keep – I was on a on a, a, a fantasy show um, maybe about a month ago, and somebody said – the host said, give me a, a dark horse on the Giants uh, uh, at receiver. <laughs> I'm sitting there, and I'm like, should I say it? You know what, guys? Don't laugh, but if Benny Fowler makes this team, Eli Manning absolutely loves him. Yeah. And they were like, who? And I said, listen, I'm not saying, look, you have Tate and Shepard and Ingram. But beyond that, and this is before they took Slate, and I don't even think Corey Coleman was signed yet when I was on. Maybe it was a month and a half, two months ago. I'm like, don't, you know, Benny Fowler, this this guy that I think he played for the Bears a bit. Uh, Eli right, Manning he has seems to love him. So. Benny Fowler, he, was, he wasn't that bad in the Broncos. He played in the Broncos. Okay, right, and and Manning threw a lot at him uh, last year when he when he was on the Giants. So I always joke that that he's going to uh, Benny Fowler is going to be a, a serious target for Eli Manning this year. So um, another guy that was drafted. I just I, I was doing some research this weekend, and and we put out the draft issue, and that printed last night. And I honestly think it's one of our best issues we've ever done. A lot of contributors. Chris's three columns are awesome, um, and you know you're looking at all these, you're reading through all this stuff. Chris Slayton from Syracuse, who, like you, I think you said it, buddy, he looks a hell of a lot like R.J. Mm. McIntosh. It'll be hard to tell <laughs> them apart. Mm. Um, but he's going to be in that mix. I know he was a late-round pick, but he was pretty good at Syracuse. He's actually the only player drafted at Syracuse, out of Syracuse. Now, we have Eric Dungy, who is a free agent. Right. But, um, you know, Slayton was had a lot of playing time there, and he's going to be in that mix with, you know, B.J. Hill, uh, Dalvin Tomlinson, uh, Dexter Lawrence, um, like I said, R.J. McIntosh. So that's a kid who if he's going to make the most of your opportunity here, but he's a big boy. And he put up – I didn't realize this. He put up 225 pounds 28 times. So he's strong as yeah. hell. Like, yeah, a good maybe, year for Syracuse. Yeah, maybe he found a diamond in the rough here, man. I, I just – I'm like we said the other day, we're psyched about corners. 
But I'm psyched about that defensive line and the rotation that they're going to do with them. You want to get more psyched? Yeah. Check out Bob Popper and Carl Brink's breakdown of Dexter Lawrence. Oh, yeah, dude. Did you see it? No, but I... Well, check it out on, on on the app, and um, you you will see what the potential of this kid and what he brings to the table. Um, yeah, I did, well, the, I did the draft bio of him, and... You know, we, we talked about it last year. One of the things that hurt the Giants was the trade of Damon Harrison. Mm-hmm. This definitely helps it. And this is a guy who can actually, you know, push his way into the backfield. So, yeah, of, yeah. All, of all the draft picks, we're all psyched about all – we're psyched about a lot of them. That is what yep. I get very excited about. Yep, no question about it. Um, he's going to provide a lot in the interior line. Uh, now, of course, we all know where the sack's going to come from. We'll see. You know, it's going to be like we talked about it before. It's going to have to be a bunch of guys with five, six sacks, right? There's nobody that's going to give you 14, 13 sacks on this roster, you know, right now that we looked at, right? I mean, yeah. unless, unless, say, Lorenzo Carter goes wild or Marcus Golden goes nuts, you know, uh, in his return, you know. So, but that doesn't mean you can't be an effective pass rushing team, okay? Right. So, um, so especially if you got some corners that could cover. So, um just don't give up. You know, I know we don't have that, you know, pure pass rusher, but you could still be a very effective pass rushing squad. You know, for, uh, do the you know three, four, five different guys, blitz games, and all the deals. So, yeah, second year. Gettleman addressed it at the presser. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was draft night or the next day. Someone was pressing him. No pun intended. Mm-hmm on uh, the fact that they didn't take an, an edge rusher yet. And, you know, his response was Rome wasn't built in a day. And then they pressed him further and said, well, on those 2007 and 2011 teams, you had a ton of guys rushing the quarterback. And right away, I loved, I, I loved his answer when he said, I know, I was there. And I'm like, oh, that's a good one, dude. That's something yeah. I would respond back with. And you can argue the Daniel Jones pick till you're blue in the face. I get it. But um, you have to trust what he's doing uh, along the defensive line and, and – the fact that he said, look, we still have Lorenzo Carter, who had five and a half sacks as a rookie in limited playing time, because really they tried to play Connor Barwin, who was just washed up and done. No more Eagles this year, right? We, the only Eagle we got was Golden Tate, but he's really not an Eagle. He was a star. No, he's not an Eagle. Right. Yeah, okay. So that doesn't count. So yeah. Connor Barwin, who, who offered zero to the defense, he had a chance to make a big play against Philly, dropped the ball. I think he had a half a sack or one sack all year. And he, he took up a lot of Lorenzo Carter's playing time. So you have Carter, you have uh, Golden, who... Uh, you hope he can kind of return to what the 2015 form, and then you have um, O'Shane, the X Man. So, yeah, yeah. Let's see. You know, uh, let's see what he brings too, right? I mean, you know, let's see. You know, they're they're relying on him. You know, they're hoping this case chips in too. So, time will tell, Jerry. Time will tell. Um, everybody's zero zero right now. Everybody's feeling good about their teams and all that. <laughs> and um, I'm excited about it. I, I don't know about you, man, but I, I, I'm excited to see these young kids um, out there on the field. Excited about Jones down the road. Hopefully, you know, uh, as mini cam, now he's playing against veterans. We'll see how he looks. And um, I think it's good times ahead. I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I know that's disappointing to somebody to say, yeah, you're excited about watching Jones, you know, but I am, you know, but I really am. So um, I'm hoping that when I go to the OTA next week and a week after and a mini camp a week after that, that I am, you know, very encouraged by him and all that and these young kids and should be good times. But, uh, you know, I really, you know, I'm, I'm getting excited. I don't know about you. I'm getting excited. Oh, dude. 
Um, I am so pumped. I can't wait for this. Um, and I, I wanted to address one more thing. I don't know if you saw it today, but and and I, it, it's you have to address it because it's annoying and it's it's the the result of being in a city like New York where, I guess, how do I say this without offending everybody? The the, the one thing about cities like Cleveland, Cincinnati, it's they have one sports team, right? They have or, or they have one sports team per sport for the most part, right? So you, you're all in behind those those teams. And the local radio stations are off for those teams. They don't, um, they don't talk about the Giants. They don't talk about, really, the Cowboys. They don't talk about anything else. So, unfortunately, with, when you're in the media in New York, you kind of talk about everything. Like, I always laughed, like, Mike and Mike in the morning. People would say, you did listen to them. I'd say, no. And they'd say, why? Because they talk about everything. I only want to hear about, like, the teams that I root for or New York teams. I, I want to hear Giants, Yankees, Rangers, right? I, I, I don't care about the Big Ten enough to hear it in the morning. So the New York Post, and again, I, I say this because it's like it's New York City. It's just a result of being in New York City. Everybody kind of comes here, and, and I don't know if they, they, they just make their name here, and they think that everything's relevant. And the New York Post put out an article, and it was, I guess it was plucked from the Associated Press, about how good Dwayne Haskins looks in minicamp. <laughs> and it's like, first off, I don't care. Stop. Why would you put that out there? And, and Mushnick... I actually like Phil Moshnick. I like his articles. I liked how he was the first one to call out Francesa, you know, years ago. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, why put that in there? And, like, is it to start trouble? Is it to needle Giants fans? Like, what are you doing? That, that Like, that'd be as dumb as if, if when RG3 was a rookie, the Post copies that and says RG3 looks really good. Like, who cares? No one cares. Are you just doing that because the Giants passed on him and you're putting it in there just to needle Giant fans? So I know mm. you don't get as mad at that stuff as I do because you're more mature, and you are. And I'm not joking about that. Like, you look at that and you can say, ah, let it go, blow it off. But it sits there and eats at me, and then it's on Twitter. That's why I wrote, like, oh, you know, in quotes, New York Post. Like, I, I thought we were in New York. Why are we talking about the Redskins in this article? So mm. that's the stuff that pisses me off. It's, a, it's very annoying. I feel like we were at a disadvantage with talk radio because, you know, <laughs> you know, the, you know that station roots for the Jets as it is. Um, but anyway, man, I'm just trying to get that off my chest, buddy. I was really aggravated when I saw that today. Yeah, yeah, I know you are. Yeah, yeah. Listen, the only way you correct, the only way you uh, correct that is that you know the kid turns out to be the real deal, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know, listen, that that's going to be down. That's down the road. I, I don't know why that's in there. I guess that's just to say, oh, Haskins. You know, I'm sure Drew Locke looked great in the OTAs this week too. But how come they can say their guy looks good, and when we say it, it's well, he's only throwing screen passes to the fullback, or he's in yeah. shorts. Because oh, it's no a, you know, there's a narrative like, like you know, it could be football, Jerry. It could be politics. You know, everybody thinks they're right, yeah. and the same people, you know, if they are proven wrong with this kid Jones, are never going to admit they were proven wrong. That's that's you know what I mean, right? So um, yeah, listen, you know, people write what they want to write. Um, I don't quite get it either. I mean, why are we putting a Haskins article in there? He looks great. Okay. You know what? Everybody, you know, looks great, including Jones in the OTAs, which we were happy about. Right. But time will tell. Um, I, I wish, you know, listen, Haskins is in a division, so uh, I don't wish anything bad against the kid, kid, except when he plays us, you know, whatever. You know, we'll see. We'll, we have to hope that Jones is the – turns out to be the franchise quarterback that Gettleman Sherman think he is, you know. Yeah, I just think Speaking of Redskins, I think a little – I think – Although I like the guy, I always liked him personally as a man. Landon Collins, I think, is a, is very bitter. Oh my God, he is <laughs> with the Giants, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and Landon's a sweetheart of a dude, man. But 
I, he's got to let it go now. I understand he's pissed and all that, but this is the direction he went in, you know? Um, so he has the, the giant game circled. Yeah, listen, that happens a lot with athletes when they don't get re-signed with the squad, you know. Hey, so yeah. I mean, we could, he's going to go out there. He's going to be flying around. When did we play them, Jerry? The fourth game of the year? Yeah, it's very early. It's third or fourth. Wait, Giant Stadium, I believe, right? Yeah, it's, it's third or fourth game. I know we open up. Shocker. Spoiler alert, guys. If you haven't heard, we open up in Dallas. Right. Uh, then I think we play the Bills. Yeah. And then uh, it's third or fourth game we play the – I think yeah. it's the – the, I think it might be the third game, and then we play the Bucks. No, I think the third that. game's in Tampa. Oh, that's, then the, that's the Tampa game. Then yeah. I think the Redskins are giant. You know, I'm sorry, Jeff fans. I still call it Giant Stadium. Sorry, but um, yeah. So although, listen, of course he's he's gonna be motivated that game. He's pissed off. It's pride, you know, and all that. But um, that's the you know that's the direction he went in. Get him in, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. You know, uh, you know. Listen, right, not, Landon, not to be not to be mean, Landon, but I'm sure Evan Ingram has circled you on the sheet. As if I, as if to say, I want to run towards him because he can't cover tight ends. So, no offense, <laughs> Landon, but uh, I don't think your speed gets better as you get older. So, uh, I think he's going to have a lot of trouble. His tackling is going to be fine, and he'll probably, you know, dive at, at Saquon in the backfield a couple times, and he'll get up all pumped. But if he's covering one on one down the field, um, I'm betting on the receiver, whoever he's covering. So, yeah, we'll see what Greg Manuski does with that. But that's that's for a later date, you know. Um... But listen, I like Landon. I I hope he plays well for them too. You know, I don't want to see any bad at Landon, but he sounds like he's pretty bitter, and I guess rightfully so, right? Yeah, he listen. You remember when I talked to him at the end of the season? Remember I said I said this guy wants to stay here. He doesn't want to go anywhere. Yeah. You know, and he said that. He said that Landon. He goes, I, I was heartbroken. I wanted to stay and retire as a Giant, and I you know I I did not feel he was lying to me that day in the locker room, and and I'm sure he's not lying now, and but. It is a business, and this is the direction he went, you know. Um, so he could get his twice-a-year revenge games, and we'll see how it plays out, you know. Should be interesting, buddy. Um, yeah. What other um, – Eli have to... Manning, buddy. Yeah, there it is. Eli Manning. Um, if Eli Manning is mediocre in training camp <laughs> and Daniel Jones is not mediocre in training camp, is there any chance of Jones starting game one? Yes. Wow. Absolutely. Really? You don't take a guy – and I wrote, this in, I wrote this in the Insider this week. Number six overall, right? You don't take a guy <laughs> six overall Again. and not seriously consider him. I think they want to do right by Eli. I do. I think they want him to do well. But if he's struggling mightily mm-hmm. and this kid is slinging it, mm-hmm. would it shock me? No. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Lisa. I know you're going to be – Sending hate tweets my way. No, nah, Lisa. No, I know. I'm yeah, kidding. She I'm understands. Joking. She no, sees the big picture, Lisa. I know. I know I'm only joking. <laughs> but I, would it stun me? No, I, because you and you're investing in this kid. Like you, when he took him sixth, he's all in. That's it. So it it wouldn't shock me. No. All right. So it's a little early for this, but you know what? It's not that early. So if he's slightly better than Eli, Jerry, does yeah. he start game one? Yes. Really? Is that slightly better? You think Jones? Well, so when you wow. say slightly better, means, that's great. Well, here's the deal. Okay. No, well, it's way better. No, you know, no, Eli no, can't no, hit a I mean, target. Like if if they're then... both stinking, like if they're if they both have a oh, very then it's Eli. We know that. Right. Yeah. If they both have a very average preseason, where Eli throws his normal nine interceptions, and he never looks good in preseason. Eli, he looks terrible. The best he looked was last year. I've ever seen him look right in preseason. Before mm-hmm. that, he looks completely disinterested. If they're both <laughs> average, then it's Eli. So, but if they're both, 
Nah. Well, they're both good. It's Eli. Yeah, I guess I'm. I'm, wavering. I'm just asking. I'm, I'm like, wavering on this, Chris. He's got to. How about this? He's got to look. He's got to look a lot better. But a it, lot better. But right, it right. can. That, that, it wouldn't right. shock me if he started. If he looked a lot better. How about that? Right. Okay. Okay. It's That's why I was. Eli can't do whatever he wants in in preseason and still have the job. Is what I'm saying. Right. That's why I mentioned. That's why I asked you. What if he's just slightly better? Do you think he has a yeah. chance? Yeah. I don't think he does. Even no, if he's no. slightly better. No. Yeah. I think. I think it would have to be a overwhelming <laughs> where Eli all of a sudden looks like he can't throw anymore. You know, you know what I'm saying? Where Jones looks unbelievable in, uh, you know, in the, in the preseason games and all that. So I would say Other than that, um, I think Eli's out, man, for sure. I would, I would put the over under on that at five games, to be honest with you. I think it's a shorter leash than ever. I think it's a shorter leash than Kurt Warner's was. Uh, Kurt Warner was nine games. Yes, I agree with you. Depending on the team's doing it, I think it'll be a little shorter leash. Like yep, Kurt Warner I agree was five and two, and then he was five and four. Yeah, and then they put Eli in. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it's. I, I think well, I think it. I think it's a shorter leash. I think if Eli's even two and two, two and three, two and three, I think it's all right. That's it. I yeah. just do. Especially if especially if they it's deemed that Eli is the reason they're losing or. A main mm. reason why they're losing. So well, one at the time, one was fumbling a lot, and Kafa says, "That's it, I'm done. Get yeah, him out of here." Get the, the ball kid really long yeah. in the pocket. Yeah, he was holding on a ball. He was turning the ball over. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out, man. You know, uh, we discussed this before, so it's gonna be interesting, bud. It's gonna be a great training camp, right? So many storylines, tons of them. No, co- it's not a quarterback competition right now. We know that. It's not like, all right, it's an open competition. Eli Jones. No, but. Like we just said, it's still the sixth overall pick. Yep. And if the sixth overall pick looks three times better than the, you know, than the vet, it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, um, that's that's the only way I can see that ever happening is that one guy is gonna have to look way better than the other guy. You know, Jones is gonna have to look way better than Eli. Way better, Jerry. Yeah, the speculation's fun, but um, we're we're a long way from it. But might as well talk about it because, like you said. What's it going to take? And I, I think the over-under is five. And he is going to have to look better. But it, it, it wouldn't surprise me if it was week one if he looked considerably better than Eli that he starts. So, Hey, buddy, we don't have buffoons this week because no one was really buffoonish or buffoonish enough for us to name. Kind of disappointed, actually. We're not going to go to other right. sports. That's not fair. I just want to stick with try to stick with football or announcers. Yeah. But I'm not – you know, we're not going to go to um, to anywhere else where I think they were um, – you know, we can go for some basketball ones or baseball, but that's not us. So, yeah, no, no, nobody's really uh, stood out as far as being a total complete buffoon this week. So, sorry. Uh, what we'll have to do is that hopefully the next few days, Jerry, <laughs> somebody makes a buffoon out of himself, and we could. Uh, we'll just have to do it on a Thursday this week. I, I should say this: my my wife actually well, my my wife actually gave me one, and I didn't want to bring it up, but she said. OBJ at the uh, the Met Gala. Oh, he's a fashion guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's just so goofy. He looks so uncomfortable. I don't know what he was doing. Uh, that he's just a fashion dude. I don't, don't want to name. You know, I name him. I think she's right, but I mean, anyway, that was her idea, and I think it's a pretty good one. Yeah. But well, that's OBJ. You know, he thinks. Uh, you know, he's a he's a fashion dude. That's his gig. You know. All right, buddy. So. Uh, good stuff as always. All right, everybody. If you want to order a copy of The Giant Insider, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Uh, download the app, The Giant Insider app from the App Store, or go to Google, uh, go to Magster, uh, M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. 
for a digital subscription. We printed our post-draft copy um, version last night. The issue is awesome. If you don't pick it up, you're a buffoon. And remember, guys, <laughs> most importantly, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.